Hey there, and welcome to the Rock Reavers podcast. Here we are all about believing and proclaiming the word. We're totally given to true worship and obedient in taking the gospel to the nations through missions. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that you'll be blessed by this message. Praise God. I want to follow on the footsteps of your pastor. We've been talking about, you've been dealing with the book of Joshua. Right? I have, a, I have a custom, I read three scriptures, then you sit down. Right? You came with your Bibles to church? Yes. At the Harry East, we say we are always in the constant. So if I say something, you have to verify it by the book. Right? You came with your Bibles? Yes. Praise God. We also have a saying at Harry East, if you come to church, where are your brains? Uh-huh. Don't just come to church. This is not a religious gathering. These are the sons and the daughters of the almighty God. Our father is called the all-wise God. What about us as kids? Oh, we are too much. Praise God. Joshua chapter 1 verse 1. If you can give me that scripture. Praise God. You people look good, eh? You just look good. I like you. You know, liking is my choice. Eh? Loving you is command from God. I like you. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that. There are people you love, but you don't like them. Because liking is a choice. Loving is, is obedient to a command. But liking you, I have to choose it. Also, okay. 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 <laughs> Say Jesus. Let's, can we read together in concert? One, two, three, go. Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, verse, verse, that is verse what? Verse 3? No, verse 2. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, Thou and all these people unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Verse 3. Every place that the soul of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, and all the land of the Etites, and of the great sea toward the going down of the sun, shall be your cost. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will, I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong and of a good courage. For unto these people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. To give them. Only... Be thou strong and very courageous. This is getting scary. Hmm. That thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee, turn not from it to the right and or to the left. That thou mayest prosper with the soever thou goest. Eight. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate upon it day and night 
that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good. Verse 9. I have I not commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Father, I give you thanks and praise. Thank you for the power of your word that is able to transform lives. We want to subject ourselves to the tutelage of the spirit. And I pray you'll be able to speak through these faculties of clay. Display your majesty and your power in this place. I pray you'll be able to pursue after your word. Perform it. Let there be signs and wonders and miracles. You are a good and a faithful God. Honor your word and glorify your son in Jesus' name. Sit on your enemies. Or you can sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. This morning I'll be talking about the demands of freedom. The demands. Say demands. Say freedom has demands. Joshua was a servant of Moses. It's very clear. He walked with Moses for many years, believed in the call of God and the assignment given to Moses of God. Moses, as it were, was a deliverer. Moses was a deliverer. Deliverance is always very miraculous and does not involve you, the, the one being delivered. Deliverance is always miraculous. There is no demands placed on you that want to be delivered. God sends Moses to Pharaoh to go deliver his people. What is, did God's people do? Nothing. Deliverance is always what? Miraculous. And deliverance, please follow me closely. I want to build a case before I learn what God has put in my spirit today. It is likened to salvation. We are saved by grace through faith. It is not of works. Lest any one of us should boast. So you don't get do anything to be saved. You believe everything to be saved. It's by faith. Praise God. We don't work our way into salvation. We believe our way into salvation. There is no work. Praise God. You don't pay anything. The, all the bills are paid. You come to collect. So it's miraculous. So it's miraculous. I'm saved and it is miraculous. How do you explain it? It's miraculous. How do you define it? It's miraculous. Because it's, it's God paying God to ransom you. Did you pay anything? I, I, had, I, I, I will be also correcting a lot of theology as I preach. Salvation it's not God paying Satan. No, 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 no. Salvation is God paying God for the, for the redemption of the sons of men. Jesus comes, to, takes our form as a man to redeem us to, so that he can die to redeem us. So the son of man 
the son of God became the son of man by incarnation so that the sons of men can become sons of God by redemption. Oh, Jesus. It's so sweet that the son of man, the son of God became a son of man. So as sons of men, we can become sons of God by redemption. That's why he is not afraid to call us brothers. Because him that sanctifies and us who are being sanctified have become of one and is not ashamed to call us his brethren. Praise God. So we didn't pay nothing. It was all paid for. We came to receive by faith. Deliverance is miraculous. Moses is a deliverer. Coming out of Egypt did not cause the Israelites. And I can show you something. Anytime you are delivered, doesn't not mean you are free. Just because you are out of Egypt, is not a guarantee that Egypt is out of you. The greatest problem of Moses with these delivered people was they left Egypt physically, but Egypt was in them mentally. Anytime they saw a problem, they told Moses, there's a conspiracy between you and God to finish us. We are, we are going to get a captain and go back to Pharaoh. Because we are out of Pharaoh's domain, but we are not completely free from Pharaoh's oppression. Oppression is a mindset. So what is deliverance? It's literally being taken out of the environment of the oppressor. But freedom is being delivered from the spirit of oppression. So it will cost you to be free. Oh, I say again here. It will cost you to be free. It would cost you to be delivered. But it will cost you to be free. Freedom is the exact expression of what you, del you were delivered for. Everybody is saved. But I declare today not everybody is free. Paul is saying, now, work out your salvation. You have been delivered, but what was worked in, work out. Matthew 5.16 Let your light so shine. So you can have light and it never shines. Uh -huh. Yes. Yes. And the glory of light is in the shining. And But the, 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 the reality of light does not guarantee the expression shining. I am the light of the world. We're in agreement. Validated by what? I'm a child of God. I'm born again. I'm going to heaven by faith. Manifest God-likeness. If God wanted you heaven the day he delivered you, you would have been de delivered in heaven the same day. If you have been here 10 years after salvation, it is an indication that you missed your flight. There is some work to do down here. Where are my people who are going to heaven? Salvation essentially is not to take us to heaven. 
is to empower us to bring heaven among his men. Because we don't desire to go to heaven. Heaven is already a gift is given. But we bring the realities of that heaven amongst men. That is what defines our essence. People are not missing God. People are missing the manifestation of the sons of God. Romans 8.19 Creation is groaning, waiting for your confessions and proclamations and declaration. I decree, I declare. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, okay. Kogi, Kogi, let me come here. People are people waiting for, and you know, we are good at declaring, eh? I decree. Oh, I declare. From a throne room perspective, <laughs> we are sorry. Please manifest. I have a translation for that script. I call it Pastor Thaddeus translation. Creation is demanding the sons of God, to, to prove what they have been claiming they are and they have. Proofs, don't lie. Evidence talks. Results are very arrogant. You can't argue with them. Moses has come out. People are out, but Egypt is still in them. And their need to be the hand of a Moses era and introduce a Joshua era for people to step into freedom. All the people that were delivered in Egypt, none of them saw freedom. Uh, someone said, all of them died in the wilderness. It is not true. Theologically, it's not true. Religiously, it sounds true. They did not die in the wilderness. God killed them. Okay. Doc, am I in the Bible? I'm in the constant. So, did they die on their own? God killed them in the wilderness. Why? They refused to change their mindset. They refused to take advantage of the resources he brought their way to change their mindset into a mind that can enter into freedom. And he said, I cannot have these guys into Canaan. They will turn Canaan into an Egypt. And one time he's talking and he heard them say, oh, you and Moses, you Moses and your God, you want to kill us. And God told Moses, I heard them. I heard them talk. I'm going to do what they said. I heard them. I was in there. Let me tell you, can I, can I warn you? Be careful what you say. God is in your conversation. I say, be careful what you say. No, I'm sorry. You cannot recall words that they have gone out of your mouth. Because the Bible says, if thou shalt say to this mountain, be blocked, cast into the sea, and you don't doubt in your heart, but you believe the things you say, thou shalt have. I've been teaching some series at our East. This is the law of faith. You don't say what you have. You have whatsoever you say. You don't have. You don't say. You have. So be careful what you say. God had hears their conversation and told Moses, I'm going to honor their word. 
Because every time you think and you say, you confirm. Because so number two is a, is a number of witness. You are affirming a reality. When you think and say it, it is settled. I thought God and Moses want to kill us. Then you speak it. God said, hey, confirmed. It's done. I have, it will be done. Me, I will kill all of you in this wilderness. And Moses come and told God, you can't do that now. God told Moses, 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 just step aside. I want to kill all these people. And out of you, I raise a generation that honors me and fears. Ah, Moses, Moses said, God, no, no. What will you do to your name? They will say you delivered them to come kill them here because you cannot take them to Canaan. Canaan was actually an illusion. It was a pyramid scheme. Mm -hmm. It's a scam. You, came, you brought them out to kill them inside here. Not knowing that God brought them out to bring them in. But he can't bring them in without their permission. God will bring them out without their permission. But he can't bring them in without their permission. So if they don't change between coming out into the entering in, he would rather have nobody inside than have people that are still bound in their minds. Moses told him, oh, because of your name, don't kill them. And God said, Moses, you know I'm God. I know you are my servant. Who, whose servant am I? I am God. I am the all-existent one. I'm Jehovah Elohim, the almighty God. Every might answers to me. I answer to no one. I'm Jehovah Chikopokopo. I can land anywhere without a runway. But I'm a bad guy. And you don't sue me anywhere. I don't go to ICC. I don't. Yes. God tells Moses, because I, of my nature, I don't lie. I'm not a son of man to repent. What I would have taken your advice. But I will not change my mind. What I will do, I will change the method. I wanted to kill them at once. No. I will stagger the massacre. For 40 years, every day there was a burial. Burial of 10,000. Body of 20,000. Another day, a body of 24,000 dead in one day. Who is responsible? God. That's how serious God is with freedom. Because if he gets you into freedom, when your mind is not changed, you will drag your old life into the new space. Can I say something in this house? Oh God, I feel the Holy Ghost here. Let me tell you something. If Meant physical relocation without mental transformation just provides a new place where you continue doing your old stuff. There are people who just left church, left the world, and into church. Nothing changed, only location, confession. Huh. Let, me, let me do that again. You, to have this fitness at 40 is not a gift. It's not prayer. You don't get this by what? By prayer. It's by work. Try that here. So you are in the world. You've met Christ. And he has moved you by deliverance. Because salvation is what? 
deliverance. Then he wants to bring you into freedom where you can manifest the realities and the efficacies of his finished work, but he cannot do it without you. He did deliver you without yourself, but he can bring you into freedom without you. You have to be involved. Change and transformation is not a gift. Otherwise, I will just stop preaching, call you in front here because I have the Holy Ghost and begin to impart change or release growth. Oh, I release. Is it possible? I don't, you, you have kids. You love them. You, are, you, you know the pain of growing. Right? You are a parent. Why can't your love empower you to circumvent the process of growth? And I command you become 20. <laughs> is it possible? If it is not possible in the natural, it is impossible in the spiritual. Because it is natural first than the spiritual. Oh God. That's why you can be sitting in church 20 years. But you're still in diapers. And God is not responsible. 10 years. And you have still you have not grown your teeth. Because you have refused a diet. Destiny demands a diet. There is what you eat to grow. Strong meat belong to them. Strong what? Belong to them who have done what? Who by reason of use have exercised their senses to discern what is good? Yes, strong meat. That's why this, what I'm sharing right now, this is not milk. This is meat. You need a toothpick. I am out, pastor. I got saved 20 years ago, but I don't like what I'm, the experiences around my life. Don't like what I'm seeing. You are, you are coming to a Joshua generation. A Joshua generation are the people who say, I can't see it and not have it. I will not come this close and give up. I can't be saying, oh, we came from Egypt and then we die one kilometer away from the promised land. I refuse. I refuse to be a proclaimer who never possesses. I refuse to be a declarer who has nothing to show as a delivery. I refuse to be a confessor who has nothing to show for it. I refuse. I refuse to talk what I'm not taking. I refuse. If I talk it, I must take it. I refuse to confess it and I don't possess it. Yes. We've been raised, I was telling you, Pastor Sir, that the problem we are dealing with in our generation is because of discipleship. We were discipled by religion. But now we have to disciple by the word. That you just don't have it by confessing it. Oh, fake it. Tell you, let me tell you, if you fake it, if you, can I be audacious here? If you fake it, you will die before you make it. But if you faith it, you will not die before becoming it. Fake it. You can't have it by faking it. God is not a magician. Neither he is he a game show host with religious prizes for religious contestants. Yes, he is God. He's not a magician. He's not a banker. He's a father. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. He's not a banker. Yeah. He's not a venting machine. Yeah. To satisfy the ego and the desires of weak Christians who are not willing to take responsibility. Say freedom. I want it. Because that is what announces the beauty of a Christian. Coming out of Egypt is nothing to do with you. You came out for what? Come out. He said, I will bring you out into a land that floweth with milk and honey. These are metaphors. Can I help you judge people? There are no rivers anywhere. Anywhere flowing with milk. They don't exist. It is a language God uses weak-willed people with low intellect and weak theology to entice them to follow him into a place. Because when they get to Canaan, they discover there are no rivers with milk. There are no any anywhere flowing. They discovered for you to have milk, you need to get a cow, domesticate it, pay the vet, buy food, Deworm the cow. Then after you, it gives birth, you milk it. And when you are milking it, you are feeding it. Oh God. It's work. When they discovered, the, actually there is no really milk. This guy was just playing us. Eh? They said we are going to go back. Because delivered people cannot handle freedom. Hmm. Delivered people cannot handle responsibility. Mm. They want to become rich, but they don't want to work. They want prosperity, but the miracle. Ah, man of God, I see, I see miracle money coming into your account. The one saying they are seeing it, and you sit in to receive it. You are all liars. Hey, is anybody in the house of God? There are no miracle money anywhere. Money follows work. And work done with the wisdom of God. Sit down, Sue, and claim your my car. I will sue you. Oh, Jesus, you can't work, but you want to live good. Sisters, can I come right where you live? Yeah, you want a compressor, but you don't want the pressure that comes with work. You want to look for a guy that can give you the compressor where at the expense of you compromising your dignity and your integrity, you will have compressed your destiny. Let me walk with my leg cities, but with dignity. Let me walk with my hands. Let me go prosper me. God is not a respecter of men. But if you take the principles and work them, they'll work for you. And prosperity does not answer to prayer. It answers to working principles. Yes. Where are my freed people? Where are my freed people? Mm-hmm. Freedom is work. Joshua is not a deliverer. Joshua is a freedom fighter. That's why God had to announce twice. Joshua, Moses is dead. Joshua was the servant of Moses. Do you think Joshua was not aware? Was he so mentally dead that his servant would die? In the, he, doesn't, he doesn't pick it. No. God is telling Joshua, number one, Moses the man is dead. 
The second announcement is Moses the error. The method, the strategy. Moses the season. Ah, he's gone. Days of free stuff. Free manna. Free food. Free water. You cry, you get meat. You cry, you get water. Those days are over. Moses is dead. The era of free stuff. Pleasure without pain. Conquest without comfort that you don't want to pay any price for. You are addicted to comfort and convenience. Anything that pokes into your comfort, you react. We say we are fasting for three days. Hey, hey Pastor, no go kill us. So, hey! You can't part from your plate. You can't divorce Madam Food for three days is a problem. Day two, you are having impaired vision. <laughs> Ask your neighbor, are you ready for freedom? Are you ready for freedom? Are you ready to shine? It will cost you. It will cost you. Joshua had no sons. Joshua is a military man. I saw the land and he, he sent only two spies. You know, Moses sent 10, 12. 10 came and killed them. 10, 12 went. Only two came with the right report because they had a different mindset. They didn't have a, a different spirit. They had a different mind. That word spirit there connotes your subconscious mind. The conscious that is speaking what I'm saying right now, then it is sifting it and storing it. Your conscious is a receiver, a receiver. Your subconscious is a reservoir. It is storing right there. What you are living right now is the stuff that is being picked from your subconscious. Like we drove here, I've driven here before. When I was driving here this morning, I was not using my conscious mind. I was on autopilot. I know where to turn. The car is just moving. I'm not thinking. Like, were you calculating when you were dressing? You can even put it with your eyes closed. Because you have done it so, for such a long time, it's an, now you do it on autopilot. It's being managed from your subconscious. You are not thinking it. And we are a product of the spirit of our mind. The stuff in our subconscious. They are the different spirit. Joshua and Caleb. Ten guys, they say, we saw the land. We have the fruit, but where? Wait. The people there, the people there, number one, are giants. Their cities are, to, are all the way to heaven. And hey, we saw the sons of Anak, the giants there. The land eats the inhabitants. Look, wait, 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 wait. You see, fear will make you exaggerate stuff, eh? But that's, that's the same person coming to the pastor saying, Pastor, I saw, I went, I saw. The job is mine. I'm qualified for it. But uh, the boss, mm -mm, I'm the guys. Let me tell you, if you step in there as a, as a free child of God, say, This is what's prepared for me for such a time like this. I have what it takes, and I'm willing to deploy myself accordingly. Whether the boss is an eaten or not. Light as superiority over darkness any day, anywhere, anytime. Yes, 
We saw the Hanaks there. And then we say the inhabitants, the land. Okay, let me ask you. Can you help me think? think can we think with Pastor Thaddeus? If the land, Kogi, Pastor Kogi, if the land is the inhabitants, how did you manage to see people? Have you met these people and you, when you rebuke them, ask them, oh, is this a so-and-so, brother, so-and-so, why, why did this happen? What's going on with your life? They begin to say, you know what? If you were in my shoes, you will understand. No. Why can't you explain your shoes? Yeah, stop telling me if I was in your shoes. Explain your shoes and I decide. You are trying to explain away your irresponsibility. Delivered people are addicted to excuses. We saw it. I can do it. But. Yes, I love my husband. But. Yes, I would do anything for my spouse. I would do everything for Jesus. But these are the bad people, eh? The bad people. People are almost there. People, al I almost got the tender. Almost. I almost, almost got there. They are almost there. I never get there. Almost. We saw the land. Even Moses, you know, you be careful the company you keep. Because it decides what accompanies you. Moses was such an astute leader, such a towering leadership figure, but at the end of his life, he succumbed to the madness of the people he was spending the time with until God also killed him. Do, do you know, Moses did not die. When you, when you lead people who are being killed, you also end up killed. Okay. Moses, the man of God, this man who sat and ate with God, this guy was lost in the, in the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. He saw the very glory of God. Hey, he could describe how God was like. His feet was like the finished work of sapphire stone. He was there 40 days, 40 nights. No short course, no long course. Everything, all his physical faculties suspended. 40 days. And that man did not see the promised land. God killed him. Why? Because he saw where they were going. Because God has spoken. The promise is always depended on the promiser. Not the promised. Right? Because if the promise was dependent on Moses, the death of Moses would have cancelled the assignment. But God told Moses and Joshua, Moses is dead. Forget the error. Forget the man and his flaws. Let's get going. There's a land to take. And I came to announce here. Let's, let's forget about the hold. I know you like Moses, but he's dead. And now you like how Moses would just strike a rock. Water. This next season of Joshua, you are going to do piping. 
you are going to hire a plumber. You, there is no free water. Otherwise, you will die of thirst. It's a dimension of responsibility. Freedom is a place for responsible people. Joshua does not tell you, claim it. Joshua tells you, let us go get it. Show me the way. Give me the tools. I will get the work done. But deliverance, Moses people, Moses, we want meat. Free. They say, what is this meat? We want manna. We want food. Then he sent them manna. Then they said, what is this? That's why manna means, what is this? Manna. What is this? They ate it. And then he tells them, hey, we want meat now. Bread. We, we want white meat. White. Get, get us chicken. Where do you get chicken to feed 2,000 grumbling, egotistic people? Moses said, oh God, these people will kill him. Are they my children? They will kill me. God tells them I will send them meat. But they will eat it until it goes through their nostrils. So while they are eating what they were asking, it will be still be killing them. Because I have an agenda to finish them. I have an agenda. So while I'm answering the prayer, I'm killing them in the answer. Don't play with God. God is not a mismanager. Whatever you mismanage, you lose. Joshua, raise, raise a people that are so obsessed with conquest, they have no business with comfort. Raise me a people that will say, this land, it was promised to Abraham, to Jacob, huh, as we must be in it. Let me tell you guys, I refuse to be a collector of promises. I'll be the fulfillment of promises. I am tired walking around town with the promissory notes. Pro I will be. I will be. I will be. How we have a, we, there's a Jewish, one of, our Jew, one of the Jewish tribes have this saying that Bangeka Mataneka. It's a Greek, it's Greek. Where am I? You're Jew, are there Jews here? Yeah? Uh, Jews, eh? you, you pick it. Yeah, these guys of, we will do. We will do. They will be found when they have not done anything. Moses people, we will enter the promised land. We even create, write songs. We are entering. Songs that are always futuristic. Futuristic. I am, that's why we hosted Israel sometimes back. And we are talking with him. I asked him about his song, I am a friend of God. And I went very theological about the song. What benefits does a friend have? See the silence. Singers, if you are going to sing music, it must be within the construct of New Testament theology. You can't be telling us to be friends of God when Jesus has made us sons. You can't be telling us we are moving from the outer court to the Holy to the holy place, to the most holy place. The curtain has been rent. We, we live in the holy of holies. That's where we live. We have come to Mount Zion. The, we are not coming. Ah, Jesus. Hey. If I and I have received not the spirit of, of I've received not the spirit of adoption. 
I've not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. I've received the spirit of what? Adoption. I can cry, Abba, Daddy. That is not a cry of complaining. All looking for pity is a cry of connectivity. My son of God, I can raise my hand in the bush and the father will be talking to the son. The bride and the groom say, come, there is agreement. Are you hearing me? Music must also be what? Theological. Yes. Yes. Oh God. Hey, can I learn this and I go? So Joshua prepares you for the inheritance, empowers you to possess your inheritance, and provokes you to partake the inheritance. Prepares you. Let me tell you guys, I was telling your pastor this morning, the most dangerous man or woman is a preparing man or a preparing woman. Those people are very dangerous. Preparing, preparing people. God does not use the preparing. God uses the prepared. You cannot always be getting ready. Always. I'm planning. I will. Let me ask you, if you are a, a good father, how do you tell your kids that you love them? I want to love you. Oh, I will love you. Two years from today, Oh, I would love you. You've not seen love like this. You are wicked. If you are going to love, love me now. Is tomorrow yours? Have you been to tomorrow? No man that has become so powerful and tall that they can get into their tomorrow. Tomorrow will still be tomorrow. When we get to tomorrow, it won't be tomorrow. It will be still be today. You have only one opportunity. The most powerful day you have is today. The greatest moment you have is now. Tomorrow, don't worry about it. It will worry about itself. Simply put, tomorrow does not exist. In the economy of God. But Moses people are tomorrow people. Joshua people are today people. Pastor, what can we do today? What can I do now? Because what you are doing now is telling us where you will be in the future. That tomorrow you are talking about. Discipline is critical for possession. Discipline. A disciplined man is a man who sees what needs to be done and get it done. Knowing what to do and never doing it does not make you responsible. You are silly responsible. Joshua is a generation of what? Responsible people. Can I say this here? It's very dangerous. Freedom is not the absence of laws. Actually, freedom has more rules than slavery. Okay, someone got it here. Freedom is not an absence of rules and regulation. It has more rules and regulations than slavery. Because if you are a Moses person, you have to be whipped to sleep. You don't sleep on your own accord. You have to be whipped to wake up. 
you don't wake up. Because you have no discipline. You have to be beaten, whipped to wake up. It's time to go eat. You have to be whipped to eat within the time allocated. Time to go work. Whipped to go to work. But Joshua, nobody will wake you up. You wake yourself. Nobody will tell you it's time to eat. You plan and schedule yourself. Nobody tells you it's time to take care of your health. Nobody will tell you it's time to gym. Nobody will tell you it's time to pray. If we have to tell you, pray one hour a day. Please, we beg. Please, sister so, brother so, pray one hour. Please, bare minimum. We have to plead. Please, read five chapters a day. Is when you know you are not free yet. Free people are mature people. Can I define maturity for you? Maturity is one's ability to enjoy their freedoms while imposing restraints on themselves without external supervision. Can I repeat that again? Kogi, maturity is your ability to enjoy your freedoms. There are many. Imposing restraints on yourself without super, uh, external supervision. Because if we have to supervise what you do with your life, you're still immature. If you have to be godly because sister so-and-so lives in your estate, you're immature. Let me tell you, if you remove us, what remains of your life? If you remove pastor and your brother and your sister, what remains of your life that defines your maturity and the freedom you are enjoying in Christ? I don't need a phone call to be sober. I have an inward built system to order my ways right. Brother so and so, who is that person we've seen you with three years now and you're not telling us anything in church? He says, a good sister. No, please. We can see. We are men. We see. And we see from outside. Our sister in the Lord. Why are they not close to us like they are close to you and we are also in the Lord? Well, let's talk now. Yes. What's going on? You are abusing your freedom. Because maturity says, if there's something going on, I must be responsible, and with the responsibility comes accountability. I say, Pastor, oh brother so and so, this is the Sue. And we are, we are working out something. So please keep your eyes on us. Yes, we want to be held what? Countable. And sisters, let me ask you if. if can I say this here, sisters? I, I want, you see, let me tell you, the, the worth of a, of a girl, of a child of God, of a daughter of Zion, is in her character. The real worth, the real beauty, is not in your hips, in your lips and your fingertips. And you need to tell some guys to smell the coffee. And take a sip of reality. I am more than what you're looking at. So don't give yours, don't give them the meat and the skin and the milk if they don't own you. 
Okay, rest it. Can come to the conference. Guard your dignity. Guard your value. You are a child of destiny. You are mature. You are free. You don't abuse your dignity. Joshua was a man of resolve. Found Hakan stealing some stuff. So Hakan, give glory to God. Let me ask you if, if, if you. if you want to kill someone, why should you tell them to give glory to God first? That Achan, my son, my, my, fr- my brother, give glory to God. Did you take the stuff? Achan say it is true. Hey, kill him. And his family finished. Because in freedom, we don't entertain carelessness. Your mismanagement of yourself affects others. Your mismanagement of your character, of your conduct affects us. That, that, that lady sings with Kogi. No. The moment you introduce them as your sister in the Lord, their life, their decisions will affect you. We were at the conference and there was one lady who was misbehaving, coming to the VIP tent, pushing everybody. I said, that's Pastor Fadis, I know him. And I turned, I say, you know me? But you cannot follow a simple instruction from someone who has been given authority and given instruction on what to do in that tent. I don't know you. You don't belong to my tribe. Let me tell you, she was ordered aright. And while she's being escorted, I say, God bless you. I hope change happens in your life. Because if I said I know her, immediately the perspect- perception of that guy about me changes. Ah, oh, this is one of the ones. Eh? Yeah. This is a pastor who is pastoring this, this egomaniacs. Look at them. And for the rest of the conference, you will be seeing me as that. Please, if I introduce you to my world, you have subscribed to my values. Just clap. If you, belong, if you belong to our rivers, there's a culture here. There's a spirit of God that embodies a particular way people carry themselves here. You'll be known by that culture. So don't come here and have your own culture. We are in a kingdom. It has a culture. We have a king. He has a culture. There are principles we are called to live by. Values we are called to live by. We are not Moses people. I don't want to die before I enjoy the promise of God. Something needs to go for something to step in. A Moses has to go for a Joshua to arise. I say a Moses has to die. And please stop reviving what God is killing. Stop resuscitating. You are a dog now. Stop resuscitating what God is killing. While you are trying to resuscitate, God is denying it oxygen. Because this one has to go for that one to arise. If Moses does not die, Joshua has no future. Possession is work. It will not call for prayers only. Going around Ruaka and you will not evangelize is not a spiritual activity. It's a religious madness. 
Oh, we are tell you prayer walk in the night. You drive, you, you drive around work at night. Oh, Bragada Fahadosia. I taking I'm I'm taking Ruaka. Ligapado In the middle of the night. Then you can't tell the pastor, every midnight I'm in Ruaka taking over. No, you have to go to their houses. You have to go to the streets. You have got to their shop. You have got to the bus station. You have got to the bus stop. You have to be where they are. Tell them about your Jesus. Take the gospel to the world. Were we taught to surround the world with prayer? We were taught go into. Spiritual mapping is actually is, is just a way, is a deep, is this, that's just English. English for covering our spiritual responsibility. We are doing spiritual mapping. As we don't go, we do strategy. Strategy in the spirit. Some of us are not even evangelists. We are ascending. Uh, I, I, I have captured Ruaka. It's in my hand. Pastor, now go collect. Where? Say freedom. I'll be held responsible for my life. Praise God. Can you stand on your feet? Stand on your feet. A lot is demanded of you. Transformation is critical for possession. You have to change your mindset for possession. Change your confession. Change your company. And then adjust your character accordingly. Change your mindset. Tell them, mind your mind. Because most of the things binding you are the things you are minding. Change your color. What are you saying? Because if your thinking is right, your belief will be right and your speech will be right. And when your mind thinking is right and your belief is right and then your confession is right, your company will be correct. You will never find Nathan in Timna. Are you listening to me? You will not find Prophet Samuel in, 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 in Timna. He doesn't go there. How you think will attract the people. You don't attract the people you want. You attract who you are. I want good people. No. I want great people. You want godly people? Hang around godly people. Soon godliness will be attracted to you. You need to be with people that challenge your appetites. People that question. People that are like Peter who don't take anything at face value. People that can ask you deep questions. I like a Peter pastor. Peter is a man who will tell you, hey Jesus, wait, 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 wait. We left everything to come follow you. What are we getting? Let's be clear. I was not somewhere just lazing around, wasting away. I was a professional fisherman. I was called Peter the fisherman. And nowadays I don't fish. You told me I'll be a fisher of men. And the way the men are looking at me, the only person who is growing in popularity is Jesus. Please. What will become of us? Because I can't lose my name. Hey, what? And Jesus said, I like you, Peter. Yes, you need Peter, so ask you questions. 
As a leader, don't surround your people with yes people. Yes people will kill you and kill the vision. Loyalty does not excuse questions. Just because I am loyal does not make me, make me a dunderhead. I am also thinking. When we say we go south, explain why. And when do we get there? How did we know we have gotten there? What do we need to carry to get there? Yes, ask, answer questions. Yes, not blindly. Joshua was not following Moses just blindly. That now Moses has died in the name of Lord, I also die. It's not true. Because the promises of God are not tied to the one promised. They are tied to the promise that will give the promise. If Moses dies, let Moses die. Keep walking. Honor. It's not veneration. The moment you move from honor to veneration, you are in idolatry. Oh, Papa. Oh, oh, Papa. And Papa, you are so mismanaging your life. Even the angels assigned to you are like, what is happening with you? Because they are always calling heaven. The places he's going, we can't go. The people he's talking to, we can't entertain them. It is so hard to manage this guy. Can we be recalled or redeployed? But in charge, hey, Papa. You are mismanaging your life. You are serving pastors. You are kneeling down. But your husband is there saying, oh Jesus. Oh God. Oh my God. In fact, it, it will be to have you home. Invite you to their house. At least to enjoy what you enjoy in church. Because he can't get it if you are not there. It is called plastic submission. It's, it's not authentic. In fact, don't bend here if you can't bend at home. And don't try it. Don't call me, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, sir, yes, sir. And when we are going after the service, walking to the car, you are talking with your hands. Yes. Baby, I should find you in the car. If I don't get you in the car, you will, re you will, you will regret. Yes. Yes, you will know God sent me into your life to harass you. And... So mind your company. Mind your mindset. Mind your confession. Mind your character. What you are is what is selling Jesus. Not what you are saying. Not what you are saying. I'm a child of God. I'm born again. Oh. Someone said, when they say they are born again, you can see them burning again. Yes. Because the character is otherwise. Is in question. Paul said the name of Christ is blasphemed among us or among men because of us. Not because of what we say, how we lead our lives. Freed people are responsible people. Joshua people are responsible people. Joshua had no supervisor. But cities were taken. Cities were conquered. Land was possessed. It was divided. Families and tribes were settled. No excuse. Work was happening. I don't like Moses' people. Board meeting people. Board meeting. We are analyzing. PowerPoint. PowerPoint. PowerPoint about missions. Power. Then, before we finish the meeting, we have lost the power. <laughs> All we are remaining with is a point. And it is not pointing right. PowerPoint. You don't need PowerPoint to do mission. Go out. I said you don't need PowerPoint. 
You don't need a PowerPoint Kogi to teach your worship team about the demands of a true worshiper. Hey. You come and expose them to the power of the tutelage of the Holy Spirit. And you begin to demand them to order their lives accordingly. Do you know being told to sit down for a week is also godly? In fact, when you have not done anything, do you know how you test people? Like, I like your spirit. Just your pastor comes and say, hey, sister so-and-so, for the next six months you're not singing. Sit down there, and I want you to come in every practice and attend every service, and you're not singing. Then you can see that you, can, you would be seeing them gyrating in the scene. My God. <laughs> you know, you will know that they love God, not the gift. And when you unleash them to the ministry, you will see them and enter a dimension of grace and glory because their ministry does not define them. It's their work with God. If you find relevance with the microphone, it is high time we take it away from you. I am not playing drums. I'm not coming to church. Then you are not a child of God. You are hired. And hired people have no inheritance. The day I stop ushering, I have left the church. Then you are a servant. We want sons. Not servants. Yes. Because servants are entitled. Sons are responsible. Daughters are responsible. Irelings are entitled. If you are not paid for two, if you are not given your stipend for two months, what happens to you? You'll be fought, voting with your feet. Say, I have left. Now, and then you begin this motivational speaking. Don't go where you are tolerated. Go where you are celebrated. Hey, ha, 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 ha. The cat is out of the bag. Let us kill the cat. Yes, lest it enters the bag again. You can talk to my father in ministry. Take this microphone from Pastor Thaddeus. Nothing changes me. I'll be there as committed like crazy. Committed to the core. Yes. Yes, and I don't need a name without the microphone. I can go out there and make as many pulpits as possible without Reverend Julian Kuehler. Do you tell them where to preach? They can decide to preach to as many people as they want. But please... Even all the pastors here, this pulpit belongs to the angel of this house. He gives it to whomever he wants. And he can decide not to give it to anyone. Because this kingdom is not a democracy. It's a theocracy. The rule of God by God. Who advises God? If a man, if a man curses you, another man can break the curse. If God curses you, who breaks, who breaks the curse? But if God blesses you, who can curse you? We don't serve like this to be validated. We serve like this because we have been validated. Amen. Pastor may never say thank you enough, but I come as a servant of God. You are making Jesus proud. And that validation from the master is enough. Whether it is noticed by men 
or not. When heaven ticks you, there is no, there is no way you will not tick on the earth. Just ticks you. The accolades of men are flattering. The, the celebration of man is short-lived. But God is happy with your life. He will be bragging. Said, have you found my servant Job? Have you found him? A man who loves me, who fears me and hates evil. Do you know him? God bragging with you. In God having battle with Satan about you. And he's not talking about what you possess. He's talking about who you are. Your character announces you more than your possessions. There's a lot to be possessed. But your character is critical. Joshua is a man who will not take nonsense. Compromise, competition, and comparison. These are the games fools play. Competition, comparison, and compromise. These are the games of fools. And please don't enroll yourself in that club. Say, I'm a Joshua. I must possess my land. Say, I'm a Joshua. The promises of God must become realities in my life. There are things said before you right now. You think you are not qualified. But God says you are already ready. Step in. Step. He brought you out to bring you in. To remain on the periphery of the promise because you don't want to pay the cost. Jesus said, if anyone wants to follow me, let him carry his cross daily and follow me. I chose you. You didn't choose me. Being chosen is a gift. Following is a cost. <laughs> Following Jesus is a cost. Carrying your cross daily. He didn't say someone will put the cross on your shoulders. You pick yourself every day. And you don't carry the, the cross monthly. You don't carry it annually. Either weekly. You carry it daily. That's why your today's engagement does not guarantee your tomorrow's victory. Get to, to tomorrow. Stay engaged. Stay committed. Let me tell you, taking one bottle, if anybody who ever drank, if you take one bottle, you're still fine. Right? Are you a drunkard? No, you are abusing alcohol. Take one bottle. Are you drunk? No. But there's, chemic, there's, there's, there's alcohol substance in your blood. Take two. There's some few challenges getting into your system. When you had the third one, your manners go on leave. Simply put, the alcohol takes over you and begins to order your life. That's why the Bible says, be ye filled with the spirit. To the point, it is a spirit who is having me. Mm, be filled where now, now, now I could go to church when I want when the Holy Ghost possesses me I can't help myself but to be in the presence of God Joshua was addicted to the presence
presence of God. Every time Moses left the temple, Joshua would remain at the door of the tabernacle. He would stay there a whole day. He was addicted to the presence of God. He never visited the temple. He wanted the experience in the temple to order his constant. Joshua people are presence people. Presence people. And you show me where a man who carries the presence of God. And there are no proofs on ground. There are no proofs on ground. He just gets very ridiculous instructions. And God told me, some of you in this service, as I'm speaking, God is giving you ridiculous instructions. Where he tells you, just go around Jericho. Just don't do nothing. Just go around and just making noise. And then on the seventh day, you just shout. And Jericho comes down. Does it look, is it logical? It is ridiculous. When Jesus tells Peter, come out, I am the one. Don't be afraid, I am not a ghost. Come out. He comes out of the boat. Come out into what? Why are they afraid? Talk to me. Because of the storm in the sea. And Jesus is telling Peter to do what? Come out from what? From the, this already compromised safety into what? Into the, into the epitome of fear. Into the sea. Stormy sea. Come out. And Jesus, listen to Peter. Jesus said, come. And Peter picked the word come. And he could not see the storm. He was walking. He was walking until he shifted his focus from the word who said, come, and looked at the storm. He began to sink. If you're going to go far with God, you must be a woman and a man willing to obey ridiculous instructions. Whatever he tells you, do at the wedding of Khan of Galilee. They take water and they carry water to the master of ceremony. They serve wine. When did water become wine? Kogi, they used to scoop water because it is them who put water in those jerrycans, in those containers. They picked water while they are walking in obedient faith to what Mary, the mother of Jesus, said, whatever he tells you do. They carry water. If you are a slave, I had bought if you surrender water to the master of ceremony, you are dead. Ridiculous instruction. That is the bedrock of the miraculous. I will carry water, but I will deliver wine. I will step out when the storm is still raging, and I will put my foot on the water, and I will be able to walk. But I must be willing to get my feet wet. Joshua people are responsible people. God never allowed the Israelites when they're crossing Red Sea to get their feet wet. Because delivered people cannot take responsibility. But for Joshua and his generation, he tell the people, tell the priests to go into the Jordan inside. Get where? Inside Jordan. And it is overflowing. Their water is almost carrying them. But they stay in the middle. And when you get to the middle of Jordan, stay there. Some of you, God is calling you 
to step into that thing that has been scaring you and stay in a, step in the midst of it. The miracle will happen when you partner, when humanity partners with divinity on an instruction. They stepped in. Water stopped when their feet was in the water. If you are waiting it to happen like Red Sea, it will not. This time, Jordan will not part if you are not willing to get your feet wet. It will cost you. Raise those hands to the heavens. Father, whatever price that needs to be paid. Father, whatever price, price that needs to be paid. Whatever cost I've got to pay for the assignment. There are lands to be taken. There are nations to be taken. There are cities to be taken. There are tribes to be settled. A lot is a stake, Lord. I can't be a Moses. I'm a Joshua. I'm stepping into freedom. And you are demanding more from me. You are demanding more from me. A Zebulun needs to be settled. A Naphtali needs to be settled. There's a Benjamite needs to be settled. And they are all looking at me. I refuse to be so stuck up in the past. That I'm not able to pay the demands of the present. I refuse to be tied to what I used to be. It won't define my essence. I am not where I used to be. I am not where I used to be. I am not what I used to be. I am not a yesterday person. I am not what I did also. I hear the Lord tell me, don't make your, your past your residence. What you were and what you did did not define and cannot cancel your identity. You are not what you did. I say you are not what you did. Maybe you tripped in the past, but look at you right now. Because there is a future ahead of you. There are nations to be conquered. There are things to do with God. There are places to go. If the enemy had the power, he would have killed you. But you survived it for what? For destiny. Destiny beckons. Say, Lord, with your hand lifted up. Lord, whatever you demand of me. Now, for the advancement of your purposes in my generation. I am here. I am willing. And I am ready. I refuse to sacrifice possession on the altar of irresponsibility. I know Moses was glorious. But what I'm called for was, is what Moses dreamt about. I must be the reality of what he saw. In Jesus' name. Thank you for sticking into the end. We hope you are blessed by this message. Follow us for more of these messages when new episodes drop and make sure to rate us so that more people can find out about us. Bye-bye.